God is present with us in our suffering. Jesus is Savior and Lord, even in the darkness. The power of sin, sickness, and death to terrify us and take away what is most precious to us has been shattered at the cross of Christ. That's what Katie Hubbard helps us discover as we read her journal from 2013 after her diagnosis with recurrent breast cancer. I'm your host, Norman Hubbard, and I think you're going to find there are good things here. Welcome back to the podcast, There Are Good Things Here. We're going to be picking up with Katie's journal entries from early to mid-April of 2013. I realize I always start this podcast assuming that everyone has just been following along through the months. If you haven't been, know that Katie had been diagnosed with breast cancer, a local recurrence of breast cancer for a second time, and she was in the midst of radiation therapy at this point. I actually think in these journal entries she may reach the end of radiation. She writes on Tuesday, April 9th, 2013, Dear Lord, I wonder if I need to get off my sleeping pill. It erases my memory so bad. Hey, can I pause here and just say this? I know I don't know the voice that I have when I read these journal entries, but when Katie writes, Dear Lord, I wonder if I need to get off my sleeping pill, she's not writing, Dear Diary, I wonder if I should get off my sleeping pill. These were honestly, she's asking the Lord. Uh, This was her way of both inwardly processing her own thoughts, but these are prayers that she was asking God What should I do with this tension that I feel? Anyway, for what that's worth. Sunday, I started to get dizzy, she writes. Last night, when I woke up, I was extremely dizzy. I like the ease of the pill and how it helps me sleep, but I don't like how it makes me feel. I also don't factor in suffering. I know the Bible is full of it, but I want to skip over it. And when things are hard, I want to zoom through them. Ruth Craybill, a friend of ours from church, has been so awesome to me during this cancer. It is so humbling because it is an area that is reaching out and caring for others that I am naturally very bad at. By the way, I'm not sure that Katie's friends would have said that of her. Wednesday, April 10th, 2013. Dear Lord, final radiation, which is totally awesome, but I find myself down too. There's no way to tell if the radiation worked. My reality of living with the uncertainty of cancer has not altered either. I should mention that in Katie's case, they had removed all, all detectable traces of cancer from uh, the site of her local recurrence, and they, there was no other evidence of cancer shown on any scan. So unlike some cancers where the radiation is trying to shrink a tumor that you can see, uh, this was um, radiation where you just wouldn't know whether or not it had accomplished the purpose 
uh, that the doctors intended. That's why Katie is saying she feels down because there's no way to know if the radiation worked. She goes on to write, I think between Nick's death, Nick was our nephew, her nephew. I think between Nick's death and my cancer recurring, both such unlikely events. I am so aware that very bad things can and will happen. I think I need to spend some time in Psalm 78. That same day she writes from Jesus Calling, uh, having sacrificed my very life for you, the one thing I don't didn't want to give up, I can be trusted in every facet of your life. And from Jeremiah 17, Katie writes, It is your desire to do good to your people in the Old Testament if they obey. Jeremiah 17, 17, Heal me and I shall be healed. Save me and I shall be saved. For you are my praise. From Tuesday, April 16th, 2013. Dear Lord, Kayla's birthday was yesterday. It was a lovely day. We got her a zillion presents. She is easy to love. Thank you for her. Thank you for her and her precious life. Yesterday, someone bombed the Boston Marathon. It is incredible to see what is happening in our country. Jesus, please let us turn to you. Hebrews 7.19 Through Jesus, we draw near to God. In verse 25, He is also able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. In verse 28, Jesus has been perfected forever. Never does he wake up and feel separate from God. Never does he need to offer another sacrifice ever because his was perfect. From Sunday, April 21st, 2013. Dear Lord, here I am on our new sectional having a quiet time. Yay on both counts. So wonderful to have a comfortable piece of furniture. A nice smell of leather, too. And I got a new table, so I have a new quiet time spot. Now Joseph can cuddle up here with me and not knock the recliner and make it swivel and spill my coffee. Thank you, Lord Most High, for my sectional. Isaiah 40, verses 13 and 14. Who has directed the Spirit of the Lord, or as his counselor has taught him? With whom did he take counsel, and who instructed him, and taught him in the path of justice? Who taught him knowledge, and showed him the way of understanding? Wow! I feel like I have never read this verse before. Of all of your attributes, I have never thought about the fact that you seek no counsel or direction. You are the perfect source. From you flows justice, truth, knowledge, direction. Psalm 25.
Who is the man who fears the Lord? Him he shall instruct in the way that he should choose. My tears there, by the way, are that Psalm 25 is the one psalm that I stayed in uh, for months after Katie's second diagnosis. Um, Katie goes on to write, You never question, wonder, or stammer. We can come to you daily for everything. Tuesday, April 23rd, 2013. Dear Lord, long day at two doctors yesterday. I need to remember the time will come when life doesn't look this way, right? Then, a bad night's sleep where I was wide awake stewing, so things look more bleak today. What am I afraid of? People will fall away as this goes on and on. I'm having a port put in on Monday, which highlights the lack of family here in town. How will I know if I am healed? It seems like there is no way to know. Thursday, April 25th of 2013. Dear Lord, gearing up for chemo and a port, I am more mindful than ever how dependent I am on you. I met with the surgeon Monday, also saw my primary care about my abnormal pap. Wednesday, I had my pre-op physical and discovered another $1,000 bill to pay. Today, I went in for blood work and an EKG. Thankfully, mom and dad are coming down on Saturday. I get my port put in on Monday. God, you know how much I don't want to do chemo. Dear God, please heal me. Matthew 6, 8. Your Father knows the things that you have need of before you ask Him. In verses 31 and 32. Therefore, do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all of these things. And from 6.9, In this manner, therefore, pray. And many of you will be familiar with these words. They are the words of uh, what we now call the Lord's Prayer. Uh, Katie writes it out. And after each familiar phrase of the Lord's Prayer, in brackets, she writes out her own uh, sense of the, their meaning, if you will, for her. And so I'll read that um, to you. Our Father in heaven, you exist. Hallowed be your name. You are holy. Your kingdom come. Please change things. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I surrender, obey, submit. Give us this day our daily bread. Please provide for our needs. And forgive us our debts. I need daily forgiveness. As we forgive our debtors, I need to forgive daily. And do not lead us into temptation. 
help me to make wise choices, but deliver us from the evil one. Keep me from Satan and evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory. It is all yours and for your glory. Amen. Amen.